I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you on a uh, cold Wednesday night that just got a little bit colder here in the gray state of Iowa. A 48-46 to road loss at Rutgers in a game that had a lot of facets to it. Um, that was uh, that was rough, though, at the end. The, the foul on Keegan Murray is among the weakest fouls I've ever seen called, and especially in a game where they were kind of letting both teams play for certainly the entire second half, most of the game. And to call a foul, a ticky-tack foul, with two seconds left in a tie game and allow Rutgers to win the game at the free throw line, uh, that's rough. That That's a tough one to swallow. You compile that with... The wave off of Joe Toussaint's uh, layup right at the end of the first half that they called good on the floor. It looked good in the replay, and somehow they found a way to call that off. Uh, those two points proved to be very big in this game. And as I just tweeted, two things can be true. I don't like to be the guy who says the refs cost Iowa the game or, or you know puts it all on that. So Iowa certainly could have played better. Iowa did not play well. Uh, we'll go. We'll get into all of that. Zero bench points is an incredible stat. Just forty six points for one of the best offenses in the country. I mean, it's it's unacceptable the way Iowa played offensively at points in the second half. That being said, Iowa would have won this game or tied this game had one of those two egregiously bad calls gone the other way. So two things can be true. Uh, Iowa should have played better, could have played better, could have still won this game, and yet it does feel like the refs, uh, to some extent, took this away from Iowa. This is a tough one, man. This would have been a huge win. It would have been a third in a row. And then going into a sold-out Carver-Hawkeye Arena on Saturday with Penn State coming to town uh, and a chance to get to 5-3 and three in the conference. Now this drops you back to 4-4, four and four in the or 3-3 three and three rather, in the Big Ten. And uh, no, 3-4, and four, right? 3-4 and four in the Big Ten is Iowa now with that loss. Losses to uh, Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, and now Rutgers. Um so like this ultimately it could have a big impact on the season as a whole, uh, whether or not Iowa makes it into uh, the NCAA tournament, what their seed is in the Big Ten tournament, what they have to do coming down the stretch to play themselves into postseason. Uh, th- this one feels like it could loom for a while, uh, but hopefully the players and coaches and everybody can move past it tonight and over the next day or two because now this game against Penn State uh, which feels like a game Iowa should win again at home with a sold out crowd on Saturday afternoon uh, but you now you need to win it uh, you have to get back to 500 before you go to play Purdue or you bring Purdue in next Thursday tough tough way to lose that one man that that's this is uh I'm I'm a little distraught I'm not gonna lie um, let's go through just a few of the the stats here, as I said, no bench points. I don't think this is a, a mistake here. Uh, I'm looking at the ESPN box score. Uh, Chris Murray 0 for 5. 
Peyton Sanford 0 for 1, Tony Perkins 0 for 2, Aaron Eulis 0 for 2, Connor McCaffrey 0 for 1. That's rough to get no points from your bench. You couple that with Jordan Bohannon, who shot 2 for 11, 2 for 10 from three-point line, and a couple of uh, three air balls, a couple late in the game, a couple of uh, moments where in years past, you kind of expect Jordan to hit those big threes to tie the game or take the lead late. And it just hasn't been there for him. You know, I spent a decent amount of time after the win against Minnesota on Sunday talking about uh, what Jordan's role is on this team right now. When he is not shooting well, he can't be out there. You can't let him keep shooting. He can't be your only option. Two for 10 from three. That's rough. Sorry, my dad's texting me. He's he he doesn't watch. I think I've mentioned he doesn't watch these games live, but he'll go back and and watch the painful parts after losses. Um, but yeah, Jordan, Jordan, I don't know what he's providing for this team right now. Uh, while he's in this slump, he had one rebound, a turnover, two fouls, and six points on those two made threes uh, out of the ten he took. This is a tough one, man. I, I don't know. Um, you know, hopefully, again, they'll be able to get over this and, and move in the right direction. But this does feel like it's going to loom. Um, this was a winnable game on, on a lot of fronts. Iowa had a long scoring drought in the second half. You can't allow that to happen. Whew. Keegan Murray just 5 of 14 shooting. Didn't have a great night. He did have 10 uh, or 13 rebounds, rather. An assist and a steal, but just 13 points from the nation's leading scorer. Patrick McCaffrey had 11 points, but he 4 of 12 shooting. Nobody shot the ball well tonight. I shouldn't say nobody. Joe Toussaint was 2 of 3, and really he should have been 3 of 3. Because um, let's be honest, that layup at the end of the half, A, it was a great play to uh, to even make that play. But that layup at the end of the half... Um, Again, they called it. They called it good on the floor. That should count for something. Huh. We're gonna be rehashing this one for a while, guys. Uh, but again, Patrick had 11 points. He had three rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, uh, a really big play, uh, a nice put put back um, late in the game. Philip Bracha played okay, four of ten shooting, but did have ten rebounds, eight points. Uh, came down weird, got stepped on late in the game. We'll, we'll see how he's doing. Um, but man, that's a uh, that's that's a killer. That's a killer. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's go through the uh, the team stats here quickly. Iowa just 27.28% from the field, 17 of 61. Wow, that's brutal. Rutgers not much better, 31%. They were 18 of 58. Uh, Iowa took 27 threes to Rutgers 13. Iowa made six. Rutgers made two. Six of 27. You're shooting 20% essentially from three-point land. Uh, six of 11 from the free throw line. And in a game that's determined by two points, 
those five free throws that Iowa couldn't hit, that's tough. Patrick had one that rattled around there towards the end, uh, but just 54% from three-point, not good. I would seem to be doing well rebounding early in the game, but was out-rebounded by 11 total in this game. The second half got pretty rough there. Rutgers was starting to get some putbacks, some second-chance shots. Uh, I think I saw a stat at one point. I, I don't know how it ultimately turned out, but... Iowa at one point had four points off of 14 Rutgers turnovers. So just not not turning that defense into offense. Eight assists for Iowa. That's not good. Ten turnovers. It's not terrible. It's a little high for Iowa. You force 15, so you feel okay about that. But uh, you allow ten blocks. Rutgers ten, blocked ten Hawkeye shots. And Iowa at one point had an eight-point lead uh, and just kind of let this one get away from them. Uh, Keegan had a nice look there right at the end. Connor made the pass. Keegan had the look, just wasn't his night. He he wasn't going to make that shot on a night like this. And, and Iowa has that long flight back home now, uh, three and four in the Big Ten, and starting to, uh, to slip away a little bit as you look at the schedule and, and need to make some hay here. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at the rest of the schedule before we get out of here. All right, so Saturday afternoon, a 3.30 game, uh, full house at Carver Hawkeye Arena. If you're going to be in attendance, check out Iowa Basketball on Twitter or wherever. Uh, They've got the sections. They they want it striped, the black and gold stripes. Uh, I'm super excited for this game. It'll be the the second game this season that I've been at Carver Hawkeye Arena. But more importantly than that, it'll be the first time I've taken my son to a an Iowa Hawkeye game of any kind. Uh, I haven't taken him to Kinnick yet. Still a little young for that. He's, he's six. He's in first grade. Um, but I plan to take him to Carver Saturday afternoon. He's, uh, he's playing basketball. He's into basketball. We've been watching some of the games together when possible. You know, these late games, it's not possible. But uh, we're going to make the trip over to Iowa City, and I'm super excited about that. So I hope to see some of you guys there. If anybody sees me, say, say what's up. It's going to be a, a fun day, a, a packed atmosphere, a good atmosphere. And now a very important game for Iowa, again, to get back to 4-4 four and four to 500 in the Big Ten. Uh, because then after that, Thursday, you host Purdue, and you don't feel good about that. That's another 8 o'clock tip. You get the weekend off before a trip to Penn State on Monday. Uh, and then you've got at Ohio State, again, a game that you don't feel great about. Home against Minnesota, you feel okay there. At Maryland, home against Nebraska, home against Michigan, home against Michigan State, at Nebraska, home against Northwestern, and then you wrap up the uh, the season in March at Michigan and at Illinois. Those Michigan games will be interesting because that, that's a team that uh, we expected a lot from and they haven't shown much. So uh, where will they be in the middle of February? Where will they be in the beginning of March? Uh, is Are those games that Iowa can, can steal that we may, may be put in the loss column at the start of the season uh, that we could fit into the win column here? You, you have to sweep Penn State. You have to finish the sweep of Minnesota. You need, you probably need to finish the sweep of Maryland. You're going to have to sweep Nebraska. And then, you know, pick off a Michigan State, a Michigan, an Illinois, an Ohio State, or a Purdue. This is, uh, is going to be a bubble season here, guys, and I think this is where we expected it to be uh, at the start of the season. But I will say, after those last three games, I had gotten my hopes up, our last couple of games. You know, Iowa had won 
four in a row before that loss to Wisconsin, and then two in a row after that. So six of their last seven, uh, and it really feels like they they let one get away from them tonight. It feels like if if come March we're on the bubble, we're on the inside looking or out, outside looking in, or you know have a tougher game in the Big Ten tournament that, than maybe we should have, uh, or are in a play-in game. God forbid. Uh, it feels like we're gonna all remember this cold night in January, and how the refs screwed Iowa out of this game, but also how Iowa uh, screwed themselves out of this game by just not scoring enough points, not, not getting, uh, not getting the offense. They, they typically get again, zero bench points, a bad game from Jordan Bohannon, another bad game from my favorite Hawkeye of all time. Uh, on the, the night that we, we all remember and mourn the death of Chris street, 29 years ago. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I remember exactly where I was when I heard about that. I was young, but my dad came and got me out of bed to, to talk to me about it, to show me on the news. Uh, Cause I loved Iowa basketball. I still do. And I always will. Uh, but this one hurts guys. I'm going to go, uh, you know, we, we have beers when we win. Maybe we'll have some beers when we lose. I appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll do this again. I don't know what Saturday will be like with uh, with being at the game, but I'll try to get something up over the weekend and uh, uh, lick my wounds from this one. I hope you guys do the same. Keep your heads up. Thank you for listening. Go Hawks!